this is a special edition of Top Notch Nonsense where I freak out about one of my favorite actors. I uh, have I have always adored Tom Cruise for his, um, of course, for his personality. You know, both detach, uh, both you know, very intense and devoted while still remaining detached you know a perfect movie star as if he were made by AI as if he is all uh, that he whenever you talk to him he always knows exactly what you're going to say and he enjoys everything that uh, of what of what movie making is but do we know anything has he ever spoken anything about his personal life ever no I mean yeah not without a foul frown on his face. Well, there was that time that he uh, went on Oprah. Yeah, and he jumped up and down, and he said, "I love someone," and people got unhappy with him. And he said, "I found a, I found a brunette." I don't know if you noticed this, but you know he's into brunettes throughout this entire series. I know you only just saw the first one and the lat and the one that just came out this weekend, but he's always had. You know, it started, I believe, in two thousand six with uh, the with um, a Katie Holmes type of um, to put it, uh, you know, doppelganger uh, uh, role done by Michelle Monaghan, and uh, who is a brunette who believes in the decency and the happiness of Tom Cruise and believes he's a good guy, and he, she doesn't want to be betrayed, but she will be betrayed. He's betraying all of these women all across, uh, all across the decades of running through various locales where everyone is really fucking happy. I have always enjoyed Tom Cruise's other roles as far as, like, being a, you know, uh, as far as subverting his persona, like in freaking Magnolia or Vanilla Sky or, you know, even in Edge of Tomorrow where he just keeps on getting killed over and over again, which is fucking hilarious. I vaguely remember that movie. Yeah, it's 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 all right. It's much better than whatever the fuck we watched last night. That I'll fucking say that. <laughs> Jesus, I have never been so unhappy and disappointed in my life. Now, I, I, maybe it's been some time. Maybe it's been time that I sp uh, spent watching with uh, watching stuff with you. Maybe it's just because I know a lot more about Tom Cruise that I have been kind of peddling back backward from his star you know for about like 10 or 15, uh, 10 or 15 years but he hasn't really done anything in the past 10 or 15 years that hasn't been a you know action star man a, I am action, I am action star man I am a superhero he is his own superhero whether it's flying jets or driving in cars and you know whether he's you know fake trying to do fake uh, laughs. The laughs that I was getting uh, that people were doing last night in that movie theater didn't feel authentic to me. And it's really you know a it's really hard to, to make me laugh. But none of that shit was. Well, they seem kind of like fan service bits, which to me kind of at least I mean they were really cheesy and on the nose. But at least it kind of made like like you say the exposition dumps near the beginning. It made it at least a little bit more entertaining than the first one for me. And I'm glad you had me watch the first one because I wouldn't have gotten a lot of them otherwise. Yeah, well, it, yeah, they're they're because they seem like running gags. They're 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 kind of they're kind of running gags. It's just I 
I, I was so fucking disappointed. So anyway, back. Uh, let's talk a little. Uh, back up and uh, talk a little bit about the first movie. Uh, Miranda has never seen any of them other than the first one and the one that just came out this pe- uh, this year. Yep. And it <laughs> first one came out in May of 1996. He met. It, he met. Uh, he met De Palma at Spielberg's house. They were eating together. Oh, nice life! Dinner, and he was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, uh, he was impressed by uh, De Palma's filmography, so he went. Well, yeah, that uh, yeah. In 1993, in the late 90s, or in the early 90s, yeah, he would say, "Ooh, I'm very impressed with all that stuff." So he went home. Went went home and just said, "Oh, I'm gonna watch all of his uh, movies," and I was thinking of all the you know those are some radical insane some of them erotically intense i de palma is my second favorite this isn't the movie he did with tom is even in my top five as much as i used to adore tom at the time hi baby how you doing thank you very much oh panny wants to be part of the show yeah 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 but um yeah it he was working on a uh a story with uh sydney pollock Tom Cruise was oh. for months beforehand, and uh, then the, uh, the the Tom hired De Palma. It was going. He wanted to. It looks like he wanted his own freaking Indiana Jones. He wanted his own. Oh, yeah. Freaking thing, which remind it just reminds me of another thing I freaking read the other day is that he wants to keep on doing Mission Impossible movies until he's Harrison Ford's age. So he wants to do it for another twenty fucking years. He wants to, it to be like his Indiana Jones, and it kind of is. It kind of, you know, every time it's a it's an adventure, and they're all going to make it all on top. But ooh, the 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 mind games. There's not a lot of mind games in this in this movie. As far as uh, you know, when I think of the old show, and I've been researching and finding out about the other uh, the old uh, 1960s show, it was more a psychological like. Uh, wherefore type of ooh we're gonna do uh, uh, espionage thing rather than what we keep on getting in these movies in the Mission Impossible movies and what uh, Martin Lando uh, a star of the original series oh Martin Lando was in it interesting complained about when the when the original first came out and he he said well it's just an action adventure movie it's not a it's not an it's not really an espionage movie the first one not all that much I mean, it ends with like, a tr- uh, I mean, uh, uh, and uh, it ends with the freaking both movies we saw ended with fucking a big train, expo- a big train. Uh, yes, they did. Too. They did both have, have yeah big train endings. It also uh, both of them had Kittredge. Both, I mean, they uh, uh, you know. Over oh yeah! The spoiler years. alert! This is going to be riddled with spoilers for the um. Yeah. What, what was the bloody subtitle for this last one? Dead Reckoning Part 1. Part 1. Yes, which means next year we're going to get a Part 2. And I love, you know, I used to really adore Tom Cruise. Maybe I just really liked the empty calories of going to the movie uh, movies and seeing a guy who I wanted to be when I was young, you know, do his fucking thing, like run through the streets of some foreign land and say, ah, I'm here to save you. And, uh, as, a, as a kid and as a young, a really younger person, I wanted to, like, maybe I can be Tom Cruise and run towards a brunette and say, I will save you. And I can do that now. It's just you need to be in danger. 
Uh, oh, okay. Like, I'll, I'll get on that, babe. Yeah, that's not a good idea. That I uh, The stuff that I enjoy the most about these movies is uh, I'm mostly impressed that at 60, uh, he's still running and doing all this choreography and, you know, just hitting things. Go like, ah, I'm fighting. And then, like, long sequences with Instagram models just punching the fuck out of them. And it's like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm gonna hurt you, I'm gonna block this bullshit. And he's still doing at his age, and he still looks like that. But I will say that I don't know if you, you know, caught it in the movie we saw last night, but he's starting to look fucking old, dude. I No, I totally did notice it. I was thinking about this for probably too much of the Tired beginning of the movie. film. Well, well, the thing is, okay, for 60, he still looks amazing. He, looks he totally, great. He totally does. Um, we love you, baby, by the way. We love you. <laughs> Uh, Michael does. I do. Um, but it's just kind of like, for the past 30 years, he's looked about 30, and just like, like kind of like Keanu, kind of all of a sudden he doesn't look 30 anymore. Yeah, within the past two or three years, you've actually, I've actually seen him, like, his face age. Like they're just starting to age, but I mean, I will say for 60, he looks 50. Um, there were scenes during the train scene at the very end um, when they're on top of the train. I didn't know if it was some kind of G-force thing or something, but I was—I couldn't tell if he had like some fillers going on because his face looked a little pillow face, a little fat. But it also might just be that he's older now and he's might have just gained a little bit of weight. That they were also, I mean, it looks fine on him. Yeah, do you remember those fla- uh, flashbacks part, parts in the first uh, in, the, in the movie we saw last night? The flashbacks of like the uh, the the AI, the AI's proxy, like before, like his first mission or what him got him into the bureau. You know those. those oh yeah, a little like, bit. Oh, someone. Ooh, the the bad guy killed his first girlfriend. That was that's what kind of made him want to go into the IMF, the Impossible Mission Force. Yes. Uh, they they were going to de-age him, and they decided against. Oh, oh, uh, okay. They were in the flashbacks. To, yeah, they were gonna do in that dark those dark flashbacks where you don't even see Tom Cruise. Yeah, it wasn't super noticeable. That would have that would have been unnecessary. And that would have been unnecessary too. And uh, you know, anyway, back uh, the first uh, the first one came out in May of 1996. I'm a little bit all over the place because I love this fuck. I love. I have so many thoughts. But uh, during May 1996, these were the movies that you could see. I shot Andy Warhol. Oh wow! The other side of Sunday, Last Dance with Sharon Stone, uh, The Craft, The Great White Hype, The Paul Bearer with Gwyneth Paltrow and um, Ross from Friends, Barb Wire, um, Hungry for You, Tornado with an exclamation point, Twister, which is kind of oh, like Tornado with exclamation. Point. I would imagine it's better. Boys with uh, Winona Ryder. She's looking very much like, oh, no, what's wrong with the boys? You know, Dead Man with Johnny Depp, the last uh, time, really one of the, his very few performances, one of the great performances of his of the 1990s that's very underrated. Uh, original Gangsters which uh, with Pam Greer and Richard Roundtree and... Uh, <laughs> Heaven's Prisoners with Alec Baldwin about him being in New Orleans and being, ooh, there's a crime here. Naked Souls with uh, Pam Anderson as well. You know, she had two movies come out this month. Oh, good year for her, I guess. Congrats. Uh, the original, uh, the, the Flipper movie came out this month. Oh, my. Is, um, oh, and a movie we've already covered. That, the, 
Norma Jean and Marilyn also. Oh came yeah, out that's right. Month. Yeah, and so we also, you know, there's Electra with Shannon Tweed, Secrets and Lies, and also this month. Beastmaster 3, Spy Hard, and Welcome to the Dollhouse. So oh, we covered that as well. Month, this has been a big month for uh, top-notch nonsense uh, picks. Uh, also, Dragonheart, and also this month, Chris Rock's Bring the Pain was uh, released onto HBO. Came on, uh, premiered on HBO, I believe, yeah. So there's that. Uh, uh, there's that. And, of course, the amazing movie called Eddie, Starring Whoopi Goldberg, where Whoopi Goldberg plays a manager of a basketball team. Oh, okay. So no. that's that's the thing that happened. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom, uh, you know, he wanted to. He he really was gonna. Uh, there was a whole but for the first film. There, uh, the the reason why it feels kind of disjointed and kind of pieced together, at least to me, yeah. after rewatching it last night or the other night, is that. Uh, there was so many uh, arguments and stops and starts and different uh, drafts with three different uh, with the three different writers of Robert Town and David Kep and Steve Zalian and they were all doing different parts of the story and they were all kind of uh, they weren't communicating with each other and it didn't feel as fluid as it probably should have. I was really kind of unhappy with you know I just uh, it, that's why it doesn't. That's one of the reasons it doesn't feel like it's flowing well. It feels like, oh, we decided uh, we're gonna do this. Uh, we're going to do this type of plot now. Oh, we're gonna. She's gonna need to feel this way. It's so that complete plot of the first one is completely convoluted. The knock. We gotta get the knock list. Ooh, we gotta go to Kiev to find out that someone took the knock list, and we're gonna find out. Then we gotta get. Uh, What's ha uh, what's happening? We gotta go to a party where Emilio Estevez is going to die uh, by elevator shaft. You fucking John Voight motherfucker. He sure did. I was I was kind of sad to see Emilio go. Yeah, within like the first fucking fifteen minutes yeah. of the movie, and then of course he keeps uh, he shows uh, he shows Tom. Okay, here's here's some gum. You put the two gums together, and you don't chew it, but you throw it at a. You throw it at a uh, uh, aquarium, and it will explode. Funny thing about that is that they were not. Uh, De Palma tried to do it with a stunt person. It didn't look wet. It didn't look right at all. Oh, okay. And so this was the first, I believe, the first time where uh, Tom Cruise says, "No," uh, uh, and so so I'll do it. And so he does it, uh, and people were worried about the shards of glass that would go into his face. So there was a whole bunch of... Well, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I was mostly, uh, you know, we all we all know what happens. Oh, my gosh. Uh, John Voight turns out to be a bad guy, as we find out much later. Oh, and, uh, late, uh, and also in this movie, they said how... Uh, the new movie, they said, Oh, this is how uh, IMF uh, agents become... I am that is how they become IMF agents, but we didn't see that in the first one with Ving Rhames, uh, Ving Rhames's character. He just is picked up. So I guess the idea is that after the mission that we see in the Mission Impossible One, 
after that and when he leave, uh, when after Tom and Ving Rames have their little discussion at the end at this at that cafe in Paris that that's when uh, he was approached by the CIA and saying hey I'm or uh, he approached the CIA and said hey I'd like to become an IMF agent because how it's done in the new one of how to become an IMF agent uh, IMF agent is uh, you're supposed to go to the CIA director and say I you know I was given a choice by Tom Cruise Ethan Hunt man of action action figure who's willing to fucking do anything to save me but doesn't know how to you know keep his uh, family together. yeah it kind of just seemed to me it's like okay so you guys aren't really like you're not like an archer where you're o- you're your own company you're just kind of a CIA temp Off- agency uh, no like an offshoot like for their black site like stuff that you black can't ops do. yeah black ops stuff that you that this uh, regular CIA evil people can't do that they hire hire them to like uh, independent con you know that kind yeah. of do like independent like disowed uh, disavowed like a like an outside black ops team that doesn't need to go to con you know go to congress or anything like that which actually happens and is actually pretty cool in the f- in the 5th and 6th one where they where he actually has to you know freaking come face to face with senators and shit like that which mm. is interesting enough for a couple of scenes like that in the in like 5 and 6 of this of this series but um, there, I mean, this uh, the first one's okay. You can see where they were going. You could see like the start of this. It's it feels uh, to, for lack of a better term, feels very basic. This very the the first movie from '96 feels very like oh okay. And it all it, it seemed almost uh, uh, predictable that John Voight was the bad guy. And, yeah, I totally called that. And uh, that. It, not, none of it was super surprising. It was slightly exciting, I'm sure, for 1996, if no one knows exactly what uh, uh, Mission Impossible IMF agents are, and they just want to see an action fun time. But it wasn't, like, I wasn't, like... I mean, it was, like, the 25th time I've seen this original movie, and it just... I know, I was kind of hoping that reveal would have some kind of twist where it's like, oh, I totally didn't see that coming. But once, like, John Voight's wife was still alive, I'm like, oh, she's in on it. Okay. Okay, she's in on it. Or knows enough to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it it feels... uh, It didn't give me as much surprises. I could... uh, it, they're giving us all the breadcrumbs so easily yeah. throughout the first movie that there was really nothing surprising. It's mostly just an action adventure, like, hey, we're going to do it. Oh, that's so much fun. Look at him running and look at him jumping and look at him being on a fucking train. And, yeah, it's... Uh, it's really it's it, it's really fucking something to say and that and, and it's okay the second one is done by john woo and i love john woo but it is basically <laughs> okay let's make tom cruise ha- uh, let's have him keep his long hair from magnolia and just have him be sexy spanish like sexy tom cruise is going to seduce us Spanish ladies, and he's gonna, uh, he's gonna rock climb while listening to Limp Bizkit and Metallica. And oh they, man! They both, yeah, they both, uh, they actually contributed to the soundtrack of Mission Impossible Two. Oh which gee whiz! Is fucking ridiculous. And you only remember certain sequences from these movies because they're mostly just like exposition of what's happening, and then 
pay uh, and then uh, set action set piece. There's no actual like character story. I was not invested in any of the emotional uh, uh, in any of the characters emotionally. I'm oh not, yeah, I'm oh yeah, not. totally. It's like the whole thing is about how like uh, Tom Cruise ends up with like this team and they're trying to complete an impossible mission, but then, you know, people die and he gets all super bummed about that and he wants revenge and he has to complete this impossible mission for the dead people and it's like, dude, you don't know people die and yeah. yeah, you don't know them that well. Well, even if you do and you've worked with them, people die in your line of work. That happens. You kind of have to get thick skin you know regarding that but also it's like especially in the first one they tried a little bit i think in the in the most recent one but it's just kind of like okay so he's super pissed that john voight and emilio estevez and the other lady died and kristen scott thomas and it's kind and it's kind of like okay don't really know anything about ethan hunt don't really know anything about any of these other people i don't really care that they're dead and i don't really care that he cares that they're dead so why do i care about anything else that happens in this movie exactly but that's just me no that's exactly empty uh, that's what i kept on coming back to as far as like their empty action calories you know here's here's the problem when we say about this we you invest in the character first you have them you get to know them in like a regular situation or something that's relatable that you know that you can relate to them about or they're such strong well-written characters that you will follow them anywhere they go and it, and you can uh you know invest uh, in like in a hollow tom cruise character because that is who he is he's hollow tom cruise he is a stunt man and uh he's a stunt man who knows how to uh, look at a, a brunette woman with uh with emotional sadness and desperation in his eyes and he knows how to do that like six or seven times within every action movie he does <laughs> and uh and this is me hey baby buddy i know you're listening uh i love you pick some better writers i know he wrote uh, usual suspects but if you really you, you're you're 61 now and as much as you like to think that you're going to be Indiana Jones forever, you're not. Indiana Jones is sad and depressed about uh, box office failings, and so should you. It's not going well. So what I would suggest doing is working with someone even more insane. Uh, uh, hook up with uh, De Palma and redo Eyes Wide Shut. That would be Why insane. would you remake Eyes Wide Shut? No, no. I'm, not, I'm joking about that. No, just no. But... Do something. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm wa- I'm wanting him to stretch. He hasn't really stretched, you know, emotionally and and tr- tried a new character since he worked with Michael Mann in 2004. Michael Mann, as we were talking about earlier, the two action movies that I introduce you to that actual have actual weight behind him are so well written. One is based on a book, and one is uh, one is from the mastermind of Michael Mann. And the, they are, you're so invested in these characters because they're so well drawn. These characters in Mission, in all the Mission Impossible movies, are not well. They're like, okay, okay, I know, I now, I now know that you. Uh, it, there's like, we don't know any of his ticks. There's nothing interesting yeah. about them. That you know, with uh, with Heat, you know, oh, uh, a freak. They're both professionals. One of uh, one of them is hooked up on cocaine and has problems when, uh, with his like a third wife. We don't. Uh, there's no narrative or character 
you know, qualities or like uh, it's nothing, it's just empty and hollow. And that's that I think that's my main problem with most Tom Cruise movies is that they're you're you're doing even when, uh, even when you're doing a silly funny comedy, it's and I guess that's okay when you're playing Harvey Weinstein in Tropic Thunder. That's fucking great and hilarious. But again, you're only doing that for comedy. But there, uh, but and that's even more well written than the fucking Mission Impossible fucking uh, mm. character. Is because at least it's based on something where it's making fun of a persona that we know of the evil uh, fucking the the evil me- movie producer. Anyway, I uh, uh, Christ, man. The. Uh, He's, uh, uh, we have Jean, uh, Jean Renault in this freaking, uh, in the, uh, in the original too. They, uh, and he, he's kinda is, uh, he's kind of a untrustworthy bad guy. He probably didn't get approached by the CIA people saying IMF is bad or IMF is, 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 is something to be, uh, is something that you should be invested in because he betrayed Tom Cruise, he, he fucked up with that knife. That sequence is pretty tense, though. With that, uh, falling into this, uh, breaking into the CIA headquarters in Langley, and then going into and then uh, and going into that fucking spot on that wire. That is pretty impressive for 1996. Yeah, it looked really cool. Yeah, and uh, the, again, Tom Cruise is the first time he's doing his own sets uh, stunts. I mean, he could have. Uh, this is 1996 for him. Two huge movies come out. Uh, uh, this year, Jerry Maguire and uh, the first Mission Impossible, and what he could have done, and probably may may have even should have done, was find more uh, well written dramas and romantic dramas and stuff that was not necessarily uh, 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 not like Jerry Maguire, but similar enough to Jerry Maguire where you're actually invested in the character, no matter how sappy it is. And we actually know what type of human being he is and, and how to embody that. Because for the past, like, 20, 25 years, nearly 30 years, for the most of the time, he's been playing, like, I am action, man. I am here to save you. I am not here to, you know, it's not, I, I don't, I, I gave up being emotionally invested in Tom Cruise characters, I guess. That's, that's, I guess that's the main bottom line behind that. But, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! It, it, you know, and we do see uh, uh, Simon. What did you think of Simon Pegg being in this new one? He he's been in the like all. Uh, he's been in uh, all of them since the third one. He was in the the third one that came out in two thousand six, and so he's been in all of them since the third one. And uh, you don't even get a sense of like Simon Pegg's comedic. Yeah. genius in this either. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was happy to see him because I enjoy Simon Pegg. And he, yeah, he had a couple of funny lines. I guess I don't remember what they were or anything. Exactly. But just still, all reacting to like. Still nice oh. to see him. You guys like uh, still reacting to like, oh, t- uh, Ethan Hunt, you're such a son of a gun. I'm gonna you uh, don't do that. You have to. You have to. You have to figure that out. Yeah. And since you're such a wild man, you're gonna have to. Uh, uh, use your goddamn motorcycle to jump off a fucking thing. Which is insane. He's doing that. You're going to die on... He's going to die on set. He probably wants to. He probably wants to go to that way. On, it, he, his next project is is space. He's doing a movie in 
space. It, it literally is going to be out in space, it, filming as a as an as a star fighting astronaut, you know, action man. Wait, what space. do you mean they're going to space? He's going to space is what I said, and that's what I mean. He's going to actual space. He's do uh, doing something. I believe I don't know if Elon Musk's company is still involved in some way, but he's going. What the hell? How can they afford that? Uh, uh, to shoot a movie out in space, at, uh, you know, with possibly the help of uh, Tesla, which is, or the okay, Tesla that founder, sounds bonkers, which is insane. Doug Liman, who did Ed who directed Edge of Tomorrow, is supposedly directing that movie where he's going to be in space the entire time. He's like, oh, he's in space. Oh, look at him killing people. It's, you know what? You don't need to, Tom, you don't need to go to space. <laughs> Just, you worked with IM, ILM on the first, on the first, on this first mission possible. And by the way, that, that last uh, train sequence, that was all bullshit. That was all done in blue screen with, uh, with the help of George Lucas's well, I would bloody well hope so. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sitting in the movie theater thinking, yes, those two guys are standing on a train that's going 80 miles an, an hour. hour. Like, no, that just that doesn't that doesn't work, babe. You can't do that. No, no, not even then. That seems. Uh, yeah, that, uh, most of. Like, I think just you know, by the laws of physics, that's a, a physical impossibility. Yeah, I don't even know if insurance companies will. No fucking way, dude. That's why that would he be insane. Uh, is he, uh, and I guess they're, uh, they do it their own stuff. They do their own stuff. Yippee for them. Pretty proud of them, I guess. But, uh, Keanu calls it, like, action acting. It's not... It's oh, not, action acting, where it's its own thing, where it's its, it's own kind of stylized yeah. style. But I think he just... Which is a redundancy. I think he just doesn't want to call it stunt work. That he does stunt, a bunch of fucking stunt work, because stunt work has... The phrase stunt work has such a, uh, negative, con uh, might have a negative connotation, but... Either. Well, I can't imagine why. I mean, it's its own, like, yeah. art form. I'm sure it's extremely difficult. It's the only thing where, you know what? Tom Cruise would win an Oscar if it was, if stunt work was an actual fucking nomination Yeah, thing. yeah, stunt people don't, they don't get enough credit. Yeah, exactly. That's why they should have, well, again, if they put together, if the Oscars do right next year and actually put stunt work in the fucking uh in the nominations which they've been uh which people have been pressing oh they've been toying the with that to do yeah they've been toying with that idea which i like that i, I mean yeah but then you just have tom cruise winning every year <laughs> that's the thing but our two in our fun it's tom cruise and uh freaking keanu reeves are the only two and that and like the three other stuntmen who are actual stuntmen and then you'll have tom cruise or Keanu just winning every year because of how much they know how to do gung fu, which is a, a real fucking phrase that came out of my mouth and came out of other people's mouths, and they said it was serious. Just, no, oh, we're gonna do gung fu. Calm down. But, uh, is there, uh, I mean, 1996, you could tell that the original uh, that came out in 1996, it did feel very 90s, the internet. During the uh, during yeah. those sequences where she's trying, where he's trying to reach Max and try to be uh, and try to connect with Joe, this fucking plot of this uh, of this, uh, uh, I think most of the freaking movies are are, are pretty um, pretty freaking convoluted. You don't really know and you don't necessarily care all that much. It's just whether or not you know uh, whether or not 
the Tom Cruise persona can carry a movie, and he, I personally don't think he can get there anymore. I don't think that he can do that anymore. A, because audiences are just not, some audiences are kind of tired with tired Tom, Tom Cruise. And uh, it just, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, it, it, was, it was weird how they showed the internet because I wasn't really sure. When I first saw this movie, I didn't, I, I had, a, I guess, a little bit of an idea of uh, what the internet was in 1996. But I didn't realize it was going to be this. It, it it is if it's this central because it was like, are we searching the CIA database internet? Yeah, um, I know. It didn't seem like a search engine. I didn't know if it was some kind of message board. But he was just looking up like max.com. Like <laughs> max.com. That's even that seems like bullshit even in. And, and it was weird. He was looking up like words like job, and it's like no results found. And it's like okay, so this probably isn't a search engine. What is he looking? At that you can't find these basic words in any anything in, in this particular database. database. In, in yeah. CIA, my uh, uh, thought after rewatching it was like, is this a CIA database of of uh, of of what of what he's searching up of the internet, or is it something else entirely? Oh, something else entirely. There's certain moments where everything's super unclear, uh, like super. It, it, it gets kind of unclear and convoluted, but be, but because it's with such a huge star, you don't. It, pe- uh, some people don't get. Uh, uh, some people are not disappointed. You were, yeah, you didn't. Uh, you thought it was pretty convoluted too. It was not. It's not a good time. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Vanessa Redgrave. I guess does her best. You know, in a big budget movie, all these people are doing okay work. I mean, what else could they? do it's just it feels the more and more i talk about it the more and more i feel like i'm uh, being mean to this movie but it does have plenty of fucking i mean this series has plenty of fucking flaws in it no one really cares Uh, i didn't really care at the end about like oh you got it you wanted all the knock list you wanted just like the european list of the european agents and what their actual names are so you can control them in such a way it, it controlled the entire uh, swath of CIA agents across the world, and you know what to out them to 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 make them. Feel, it just I, it's I like yeah. What is your end goal? Them. What is your end goal? Capturing, killing all of these CIA agents who uh, who are on this list, or confronting? Is them. it a blackmail thing? Yeah, it's a blackmail thing. It, with this new one, it's it's fairly easy. I want to control. I want to capture AI so I can control. So I can can control AI, and I just need two sides of the key, and there you go. And whoop de whoop, I now can control. In the uh, an AI internet thing. That's an AI thing. internet thing, the entity the that entity. doesn't listen to you and does whatever it wants anyway. And speaks through a proxy that it supposedly killed your first girlfriend, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ethan Hunt. You know, it's like not only is AI going to take over the world, but his messenger, he killed your first girlfriend. That's it. You gotta go and get get him now. You gotta save the world and you know get revenge for that person who murdered the first your first love before you joined the IMF. I did like the moment. There was there was some genuinely family funny moments. Uh, once what in the second the movie we saw last night, the new one 
where we were, uh, where Kittrich and the rest of the CIA goons were all talking to, uh, I believe, either the director of the NSA, who's played by Carrie Elways. Talk about aging well. Holy shit. Yeah. And, and, and not needing to look. I mean, looks fucking great. Doesn't look like. Yeah, he was born the same year as Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise still at 60 looks 50, but Carrie Elways looks even better. Yeah, he really does. And I wish he was in more of the movie. Yeah, I, and I wish uh, they gave him. I wish they gave him a lot more, too, and not just like more just, ooh, talking head CIA uh, Bosch bullshit. You know? That's the that's the problem. We always talk. Uh, Chris McQuarrie just is such. He's been such a decent writer, and he's so interested in puzzles. But he's not like you can give. Uh, you can give the evil characters more, uh, more freaking shades of character, more things about them, rather than it's an a it's an AI guy. It's a proxy AI guy. Hurt your well, being able to manipulate all the digital information on the planet, That's great. that is an insane amount of power. Yeah. But we never really find out what anyone wants to do with it specifically. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to do? Uh, and also, like, that dog who caught the car kind of thing. It's like, now that I hold all of the AI, I can make sure. I mean, I guess you can fuck with a lot of, um, you know, foreign government's intel. Yeah, and you can tell, and you can... Ba- uh, basically have people or you can put on a dating show where you have people <laughs> oh lord <laughs> oh, the United States deep government. fake love yeah, oh my the, goodness uh, the United States government wants what a to mean sure show no one wants to make sure that you know young people can't copulate the way they want to and fuck up their emotional you know stability by putting it on a fucking that's one way to I think dating that. apps are already doing that yeah well of course but you know that's but you know what I mean? Yes, control. That that's what it mostly is. Uh, boils down to I need, uh, and that was the question: Do you want to destroy the actual AI thing? Because then you're, uh, because then it's no more. But if you're gonna hold on to it, or if any government holds on to it, they're going to do evil shit with it. They're going to oh yeah, a fucking bomb. What did you think of the mass? I mean, through the two movies, the mass that they put on. Oh, it was it was corny and unrealistic, but it's like okay, I get that it's a device that you have to use to um, you have to suspend your disbelief as far as that goes. Yeah, did you see any differences between the '96 version and the one we saw last night, as far as like what the mass looked like digitally and how it kind of worked? Was it? Well, I mean, they were just using the um the other actors. Yeah. That they were that they were portraying, and then the reveals were, you know, just kind of done with trickery. It's a cute idea. It's a cute idea. Well, I was also thinking, like, okay, this is this is just me being like hyper un- un- unnecessarily hyper analytical, but I was kind of like, especially when the um the White Widow and Grace was being the White Widow, it's like, okay, so your face looks exactly like her face, but it's like if I really knew that person, I might notice that like her nails are different, her teeth are different. Like, like it, it could, it could fool someone that doesn't know someone super well or isn't standing really close to them. But like, if if you were, if somebody was wearing your face as a mask, like I know your teeth. Yeah, and so you, they're yeah. pretty distinctive. So I'd be like, babe, what's up with your teeth? <laughs> they're different. Uh, like when your dad got got all his crowns put those, in, it, it's it's caps, like it's like, like oh, yes, shit. I noticed different. that that is different. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how much, how well it would work in certain in circumstances. Or, yeah. The the other 
the other thing is, oh, I found out that uh, that lady, she's not an Instagram person. She's a French, she's a French act, uh, actress who went to, you know, who's who's uh, pretty well versed. She's just, I don't know. Then I don't know why that woman was like, yes, Palm Clementif is a French actress who uh, looked. She looked a little, uh, yeah, I don't know. She looked like a, she's a French actress, actress, and it didn't really, I was just surprised that someone was, like, so, like, into seeing this person who, like, probably didn't have, she didn't have any lines, did she? She had two or three French lines, like, mainly while she was, um, I think she didn't speak until she was dying. Well, she said adieu at the, no, not adieu, she said abiento at the. The eyes wide shut party thing. Oh, she that's why. She's in the Guardians of the Galaxy bullshit. The, the Marvel crap. Oh, uh, okay. That's I thought the chick next why. to me, I didn't know if she was clapping for the actress or just the reveal that she happened to, for no really good reason and no, we don't know how she actually got to where she got, but she just happened to, at the end, be a redeemed hero. She that, like it might have just been a young person that got a oh, kick like, out of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, queen, baby. But uh, yeah, I was just I was like I don't know any of that. And then I'm looking at her stuff. Oh, she's been in Westworld. She's been in all of the fucking. She's been in Marvel bullshit. She's been in Black Mirror. Or she might. Okay, so she might have just been a fan of that particular actress. Yeah, it's just it, it just was weird because I was like I don't know why she's getting. Wo- I mean, she's fine. She's okay looking, but I don't know why there's so many woos towards this lady. She's not really doing much, or at least from the lady singing. Well, she was year. driving and fighting a lot. Yeah, which is imp- I mean, again, more impressive. It was pretty badass. Stuff that yeah, you can deal with that, and you know, fi- uh, uh, you know, put that on your freaking. Uh, to put that on your freaking resume, I fought Tom Cruise and lived, you know, in a, in a uh, Mission Impossible movie. And she's going to be in the sequel, which is releasing next year. So, y- oh, that makes this, sense. But yeah, it's um. I, anyway, I I like. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I was just. I was so. Maybe I just. Both of these to, movies didn't need to be as long as they were. I will say there, that there was some. There was some cutting. Uh, what did you? What did you think of the diploma of it all, of the first one? You, you could tell by the Dutch angles, there was, like, the The first person, POV, the, yeah, the um, all the the way light and shadows were used. Yeah, it looked really cool. The voyeurism of, like, seeing a, uh, uh, having somebody watch somebody on a small TV set that is itself a TV, it, it is a made-up set to convince one person to give away one uh, 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 one name of Galichna, uh, of a Russian operative who supposedly has half of the knock. Well, I mean that when like that, that makes sense story wise, doing surveillance sense. like that makes uh, it makes sense story wise. But I I loved how De Palma used as much. I mean, you know, mm. wor- uh, put together as much, put as much of his fucking personality and his voice in this original in a big blood. Big yeah, it looked story. a lot darker than than the one we saw last night. Yeah, and it was. Uh, and it was, pl- it is, you know, what De Palma also does is he kind of ramps up the cheesiness and like the, when John Voigt supposedly dies from another person, is like the heightened music of the, dun, 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 oh no, he's been hurt, ah, very melodramatic, which is something you can see from De Palma a lot. And, uh, you know, and also uh, just uh, bec- not only because of uh, the, freaking masks and shit like that but 
Il, uh, Haley Atwell and Rebecca and Rebecca Ferguson both look very. Uh, they look similar enough. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, like I could tell them apart, but they were both very, very similar looking. Also, I kept thinking like, whoa, I am, I am the same type as these chicks. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. which is the same type that Tom Cruise and we both have the same t- uh, taste in like what women look like. Well, we don't know if he's into these chicks or just who got cast in the roles, babe. Oh, what did you uh, what did you think of Vanessa Kirby, uh, young Margaret, being in this movie? What? Young Margaret from The Crown. She was in this movie. Vanessa Kirby. Who was she playing? She was, she was playing the, uh, she was playing the White Widow, the the blonde. I kind of wanted to know more about that character. Yeah, that's in, that's, she's in. I didn't couple, recognize her, no. She's in the previous one. She's in Six, and she's quite, and she's quite good. And I, yeah, she's in Fallout, uh, she's in Fallout as a uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, so like that's just guy. information I was missing. Yeah, no, and she's, uh, she just plays a seductive bad girl in that one, too, that's her, the, the same character. But it's not, again, with all of these characters, you know, just at, like they're like outlines of characters they're yeah. not fully fleshed out and even the fully fleshed out Ethan who's been with Ving uh, been with the Ving Rames character since How many were how many was he in What the uh, Ving Rames Yeah yeah all of them He's Oh okay that makes sense that makes sense since the very beginning and Vanessa Kirk yeah but it, was it weird that you saw did you not connect that that was uh Margaret I didn't I did I didn't recognize her being, being blonde <laughs> and all cool. the eye makeup yeah, it, it's a completely it's a completely different thing. Anyway, but that that certainly was yeah. Again, they could have cut the scene and we're again spoilers. We're gonna do a whole I'll do a whole spoilers thing as well. Just like spoilers um uh sound, but uh Inter- the, yeah exactly. But uh, the she was like I, uh, there was an entire. It felt like maybe it's just because I kind of had to pee as well or whatever. Uh, but uh, there was elongated scene where they were all looking at each other at the AI club, like uh, both. Uh, uh, Ooh, how do you get into that one? Yeah, the AI club. Oh well, we know how they got into that one, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. But at the AI club with a uh, with Gabe uh, with Gabriel and all the women are there and they're all like. It's a Mexican standoff, but it's going on much longer. It's like, ooh, do I give this person the key? And AI thinks it's going to go this way. And is it going to go this way? Or are you going to do it? Everyone's going to... And it just, that went on much... There were a lot more longer takes of looking at each other. That scene was was very long. It's it like, dude, just long. say the things you need to say and, and let's move on out, to the next scene. And again, there was stuff. and we and we had the Grace chick looking at the pocket, like, oh, by the way, Ethan, uh, I uh, I dipped the key in this half of the key into this dude's pocket. Yeah, and then, and then I'm looking at it, and surely you're the only one who notices that. Yeah, and then we cut to that, and, and it's not even in there. It wasn't even in there. And it wasn't even in there. That was a false. That, that was a false lead. Was she a, was fucking with him the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And if you're gonna, it just it just became, oh god, I know I'm getting old. It became a bit aggravating. Fuck, man, I want to get to the goddamn fucking next goddamn scene. Also, another thing with these move with all of these movies is that you will have like the biggest and some of the best actors in the world just going like, hey, let's go get this guy. Let's, uh, he's, uh, I gotta go kill him with my guy. Shea Wigwam. 
wing, uh, wigwam. A wigwam, sweetie. Wigwam, a wigwam. <laughs> wigwam is Shea a TP. Bob, no, no, a... Yeah, Shea yeah. Wigwam and Greg Tarzan Davis. I I thought that they were in some previous movies because I'm like, who are these randos no, this that, are just, that are just chasing Ethan Hunt? We don't know why. We don't know what they want. They just want to get him. They're just there to be yet another well, they're obstacle. Just, they're, 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 I, I, are they CIA? Yeah, they're CIA. Just but like but are, okay, because they knew Kittredge, but it's like they didn't know Kittredge was going to be on the train because he was doing his own nefarious dealings. Yeah. So like we find out, oh, he's a bad guy in the first one. No, wait, no, they he's not. Know. He's just a job man. And but then in the, in this last one, it's like, oh no, he actually is nefarious and up to no good. It's like, oh, all right, okay, all right, fine. fine. But like. They didn't know he was going to be there. He apparently didn't know they were going to be there. So they're are they not on like an actual CIA job to get this guy who the does man. actually work for the CIA low key? Like, why are you after this dude who's on your same side? Yeah, exactly. And well, because he's disavowed because he's broken so many in yeah. Well, apparently CIA rules, and which doesn't make any sense anyway. It's because it's like apparently there's some in- intel that you are not privy to. Like stay in your not, like stay in your fu- yeah, yeah stay in your fucking lane. Yeah, you're it, just causing more problems and making this movie longer. Yeah, and also. Also, yes, and I don't know why. You could have gotten just, you could have gotten cheap, you could have gotten cheaper actors if you just wanted no names. But Shay Wiggum has been a great actor for like over 30 years who's done like some of the best, just incredible work. Well, everybody, you know, and, then, and in which case he deserved the payday. And he deserved, yeah, of course, he deserves the payday. Dude, if they offered done. you a little part in the next yeah, Mission exactly. Impossible, would you or would you not take it? Of course it? I would, but I'm just saying. But, oh, that, yeah, I guess you are technically a no-name. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But no, that's not what I was, oh, Jesus. Okay, I wasn't even thinking that, but thanks for the wonderful, yeah, confidence. All right, whatever, confidence. That's good. Here we go. Let's move on. I'm going to imagine my wife didn't say that out loud to this many people. Here we go. Who cares? Uh, well, not to on. me. No, no, of course not. Let's let's move on. Um, I don't want to think about it anymore. Uh, the <laughs> I but yeah, they didn't have to. It, if you're gonna give these great fucking looking people and these great actors who know how to put a story forth, who know it's how like to you, show emotion, use them. You're use Simon Pegg. Use Carrie Elways. Yeah, you're wasting them, Tom. Again, I'm speaking Well, I don't you. think he wrote the no, screenplay. No. And I, he's not. not the CD. But he's the, but, yo, but he is the main fucking, he is the main driving force behind this. He's producing all of them yeah. along with Chris. And, yeah, you have, th- again, three writers on this thing. I'd be interested to see how it's just, and, uh, again, uh, similarities, and I guess they were trying to do this. They were trying to call back so much the first one. They were being a little meta. They were being pretty self-aware for laughs. Um, for the uh, which was there cute. Was, there was rumors around the fourth one that uh, which came out in 2011 that they were going to that they were going to eventually pass it off to Jeremy Renner in 2011, and like after 2011. And uh, wait, from Tom Cruise? From Tom Cruise. Ooh. Tom Cruise was going. They were going to. He was. Would that piss he him would, off? He, he, no. Was he put? Uh, I, it, pro- it probably would have been. I don't. It, honestly, it probably would have been the best. It, it probably been been the best decision. I. Uh, but because the if. Uh, but because the movies, uh, the fourth one, uh, made so much money and the fifth one made so much money, they kind of kept 
he kind of convinced himself, well, if I'm making so much money on all this and people still keep on showing up because of me, because I'm the greatest, and, you know, more or less because he, uh, and it's just, it's giving him further confirmation to keep on doing it until he's 80. I mean, you saw how much money, or, or I saw, and plenty of people have saw how much money fucking Top Gun fucking made to make this a whole bunch of, you know, fucking... It, it, and he's so he, he now with Top Crown getting so much money, which I think partly has to do with like it was such a long time and it was the first nostalgia. Yeah. It was the first huge, huge, huge uh, movie that came out in since the pandemic kind of kind of unofficially ended. Like the first big movie that people could go out and say, "Hey, I want to see a going big movie," and I won't. And I'm not scared to go see a big uh, movie. And so he waited so long to put out the freaking mm, makes top, sense. top Gun movie, and because it was finished, like, and then COVID happened, and he, they had to fucking wait like two mm. years or something to fucking put it out. Anyway, so he still has this idea that he that that he can do this until he's eighty, which I personally don't think he can because he he looks just tired. He looks a bit tired in this one. He just in this most recent one. And it's impressive what he does with the train and how he saves this woman and how he gets out of these train that, cars. That like, I get that that's supposed to be exciting, but again, I'm just, I'm not an action scene person. They kind of just don't do it for me. I mean, that's, it's just a me thing. A and I kind of just want to get back to the story and back to people talking and knowing what's going on. It, 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 I kind of, I kind of zone, zone out sometimes, yeah. but it's like, I, it was impressive the way they did it. Yeah. I, I appreciate the technical the skill. skill. Um, but it's like, but it's like, first of all, yeah, they ruined, they ruined that bridge. It's like, so other people are going to die. They they might've gotten everybody else off that train. Another (laughs) train will, another, well, the, well, well, it wasn't their fault. The the bridge was already blown up, but (laughs) another train is going to come and run into the rest of that train and people will still die. That's still going to happen. Tom Cruise gets to float away. Other people are still going to die. Um, God damn it. But it's like, yeah, the cars just kept going and kept going and kept going. And it's kind of like, the thing is, we know that it's literally called part one. We know there's a part two. So we know these two characters are going to be fine. We don't quite know how. And it turned into a French deus ex machina. I don't know how to say that in French, but I imagine it's fairly similar. If you really want to surprise Dieu et machine. Something like that. (laughs) Machin. Um... But it, it's kind of like, okay, this is going on a while. We know they're going to be fine. Yeah. We don't know how, but we know that they are. Why is this 20 minutes yeah, and on also, this two-hour and 43-minute movie? Yeah, and also, this has been a problem with... This has been a main complaint with Marvel and a whole bunch of other uh, with shit like that. It's like, we know he's going to live. We know that the actor is going to be in the next one. To automatically reset and surprise audiences and get them coming back yeah. you you honestly kill them in the next one just fucking kill off Tom oh that Cruise. would that would also kill piss people that would also piss but people it would off be the right decision but it's kind of like come yeah, the, back as a ghost in nine <laughs> okay that 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 could be interesting if it's written well <laughs> but uh, yeah some kind of a- ai fucking ghost um well, yeah, but it's kind of like the whole thing with scenes like that are the stakes are supposed to be high, but the thing is they're not because we know he's going to be fine. Yeah, and it, we know we know Spider-Man's going to be fine. We know Batman's going to be okay. Superman ain't fucking dying, goddammit. And and we we all know this to be true. Henry, and, and all, you know, if you actually put actual stakes in your 
goddamn story, you know, or if you invest in the characters, you write well-layered, well-written characters and are invested in them hardcore, it will be sad when they fucking die. Yeah, like Grace could have fallen and she could have died and it would have been like, oh, fuck, I didn't see that coming. But of course that doesn't happen. Yeah, of course that doesn't happen. They don't actually... Another fucking problem I have with these type of movies as well is, you know, Marvel movies, there's no blood. There's no actual violence violence because, ooh, we got to sell as many tickets and blah, 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 and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Well, it's also, don't they, they want they want to make sure to get a PG-13? Yes, exactly, to sell more tickets. Yeah. yeah but I, again. And they want, so the, they want real, the 13-year-olds to see it. Yeah, but there isn't, any st- there isn't any real fucking danger in these movies. That's why I, we like watching movies with actual dangerous concepts and dangerous things because there's actual fucking and we uh, uh with when it comes to horror movies and killing people off we are we know that they're laser thin but that's what we're coming we know that the characters are not there but we're coming to see death we're coming to see jailers being fucking murdered you know ha- having their hair cut off and then and like you know stabbed in the back or some bullshit who got their hair cut off i don't know i'm just picking up oh. out of a random horror movie i'm sure some someone got their hair cut off by freddie and Oh, hmm. Cut off your head and your hair. No, but uh, it just, there's no dangers, there's no stakes, and with very, um, like, I wouldn't say poorly written, like, just outlines of characters. Mm -hmm. We know we, uh, and so much of these movies are kind of based, and I can't, maybe I'm repeating myself, but are based on, like, the persona of the action star you are that is heading this entire thing. And since it's just so hilarious because whenever you talk to Tom Cruise or do any set stuff like that, he talks like an AI guy. He talks like, hi, I am, I love the movies and I love watching movies and I like experiencing and I like making movies. Can you give us any more details? Well, I just love them. They're fun to do. Well, I mean, if you get him on certain topics, he'll yeah. tell you about how you're glib and don't know about the history of psychiatry. Oh, God, well, that is true. That is true. And I know he's still... He still probably feels bad about that. I actually recently um, read in Variety probably a couple months ago that Spielberg has, because he kind of revitalized, or like a month, a couple months ago, because he revitalized uh, so much of the movie industry with money because of Top Gun, he's thinking about working with Tom again. And the reason why they cut it off was because of that Scientology, like, outburst during uh, War of the Worlds in 2005. That was also at the same time that he jumped on the couch on Oprah and said, Hey, I'm in love! Ooh, I'm doing a movie about aliens! Don't talk to me about my personal uh, relationship with aliens! I'm d- d- no, we're not going to talk about psychiatry or my personal relationship with aliens! We're going to talk about how I love this brunette. And he's just, and since we can't, and uh, supposedly it feels like you can't talk about, yeah, that's, I think that's one of the things that they say, do not bring up anything other than the movie we are talking about at the moment right now. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's one of yeah, the that things, whenever sense. they do junkets and shit like that. Hey, d- uh, make sure to always praise Tom and say nothing bad about him uh, while you're promoting this pl- movie, please, and how awesome he is. Can you please do that? Uh, you sound pretty Hay. AI yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's like the AI, his AI fucking assistant, Simon Pegg. You know, you've been here since two thousand six. Make sure that you do not mention the S word. The what word? The S word. Shit. No, we can say shit. 
but you shouldn't say it to a pretty lady while on a junket, but that's not the S word. Oh, that S word. Yeah, don't talk about that S word. <laughs> that still makes it even funnier how um, Kubrick totally trolled him in, yeah. in Eyes Wide Shut. and showed him the, uh, the, the fucking the goddamn yeah. book, which is how uh, one of the reasons why there's a conspiracy around that movie and the, like, ooh, this is what Scientology was is what the elite actually do, and the elite killed them off, and also Scientology is part of the elite. So the elite killed off Kubrick. I don't, I don't, you know, somehow I don't see Scientologists having a sex party. I could be wrong. No, uh, it had, uh, no, only with other people who've been cleared, maybe. Oh, yeah, you can't Not, have suppressives you can't do, you can't, you can't at your party. They'll suppress you it. Can't ha- ha- you can on- probably only have certain le- uh, OT levels of people uh, there to, you know, you know. But that comes into conflict with, like, party girls who have good tits because how many party girls uh, are really are at a high OT level? Not a lot, and that's why Tom Cruise is single. Anyway, <laughs> uh, th- that's why. This is, like, there's no... And also, I think Tom Cruise would love to find someone that he could, like, introduce and she becomes enamored with it and it and him. Anyway. He wants to be the Mimi Rogers. He want yeah, he wants to be the, I want to be the Mimi Rogers. Is she still in? I don't think, I don't know, but she still is working quite a bit. Oh, is she? Uh, she's still working, doing a lot of, uh, doing plenty of TV. But uh, if you, if I poison the well, you know with uh, Tom Cruise and then you know I, I I'm I'm certain you know everyone's in charge of their own uh, of their own actions but I'm sure I'd be curious to see what Nicole and and Katie would have to talk about with Mimi vis-a-vis uh, religion anyway but uh, I I mean I liked it but I this is not my favorite I was not I I felt bad this I was not exhilarated by this new one it didn't jolt me. Maybe it's because I slightly had to pee. Maybe it's because I know there's a part two, and I know it was going to end on a cliffhanger, and there was going to be no actual fucking stakes. I am becoming a person who likes really weirder ideas rather than just, oh, the AI is going to come and kill us all with its uh, with its smart uh, talking and its smart everything. It's just I didn't... Oh, Mimi Rogers left the church. Good for her. You, you poisoned the well, and you, you got the fuck out. No, you poison one man, and then you got the fuck out. But, yeah, I would... Uh, Didn't she also get Travolta into it? No. Oh, that wasn't her? No. Oh. Travolta was in for... From a very... Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Oops. No. He, he was in it, like, like at the... When when we did Brotherhood of Satan, another episode that's uh, uh, that we've passed... Uh, or no, not Brotherhood of Satan. The other one, the other one, the fucking uh, goddamn why am I? Yeah, what, what was Devil's that? Reign yes. with Ernest Borgnine. That uh, that came out in the late seventies, and that's when he on uh, around that time is when he was introduced to. Uh, oh, so that was really early in his eight, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really early in his career, and that's where he was introduced to it. Anyway, um, uh, big point is is that you know. Is that, uh, I don't know, I part of me kind of wishes we went to Oppenheimer. I, I mean, I don't, that where you should go to Oppenheimer and say, I don't know. It's just Is it, that out yet? No, that comes out this upcoming week. But Yeah, anyway, it looked good. Yeah, it looked the trailer really looked good. good yeah. I would love to watch it with you mm-hmm. and wa- watch it for the pod, but maybe down the line. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll debate on it. We'll talk about it a little bit later. But I'm really, um, I'm, I guess the main point for a fucking 
true Tom Cruise fanatic, and for it, you know, say you shouldn't be, you know, talking about Tom Cruise like this. I I know what you're gonna email me, you fuckers. But here's the thing. All right, a person, and I learned this through marriage, guys. So all you fucking incels who are listening, you fucks. I hope I there aren't any incels who are listening. If you're if you're a self-described incel, get some pussy. Yeah, turn us off. off. All right. Um, but uh, you know, just. It, it, it just, uh, it, where, where was I? The, yeah, if you actually care about someone, you tell them the truth, on uh, unvarnished, real truth, if you really care about them. Are you talking about Xenu, babe? No, I'm not talking about Xenu. I'm talking about coming to terms with your body. and only, What? Oh, oh, you can't do this forever, Tom, and you should find better, uh, you should find writers that are more willing to add actual layers and some you know, quote-unquote, uh, like, real fucking flaws within Ethan Hunt. Because I can't, like, other than him, you know, other than him only being interested in the mission, and... Well, he seems to have kind of a savior complex. Yeah, a savior Like, he tells Grace, and they actually kind of lampshade a little bit in this. She's yeah. like, she literally says to him, she's like, you don't even know me, and we don't know anything about her except she's, like, a really good international thief, and she's yeah. going to be in big fat trouble unless she joins the IMF. Yeah. That's pretty much all we know. I do like that during the um, the car chase scene because she, she did exactly what I would have done. Like, I don't care if we're handcuffed together. You fucking drive. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I, I oh, wow. Yeah. That reminded me of, it did remind me of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, this is too gnarly. No, you're the you're the guy that does this thing. You you do it. You're not a good driver, though. No, I'm not. I couldn't drive, I that. I couldn't drive that little that Fiat all over Rome. Did that that, uh, that that sequence at I, all? I also like that they kind of like did the little wink-wink, like, oh, they see this really bitchin' Ferrari or whatever it is. And in my head, I was kind of like, oh, of course, that's going to be the safe car. But then, yeah, they yeah, subvert nice, that with with the little yellow Fiat. Thingy, again, so they're making they're making the yeah movie yeah they're kind of making being self aware and kind of making fun of themselves. Like when you told me, you know, and I'm like, so IMF, that's what they work for, and you're like, yeah, it says they're Mission Impossible Force, and I'm impossible like, well, that's fucking mission. dumb. But that's when you know, um, impossible the, mission force. Oh, you said <laughs> myth. I said you said Mission Impossible Force, which is. Uh, which is myth. Oh yeah, Imp of, impossible mission force. I said the yeah, I said the the movie title like an asshole. Um, <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this whole movie is fucking. But acid. then when I the guys ex when the guys explaining to Carrie Elways, no, he works for this. It's the impossible mission force. Carrie Elways is like, really. Yeah, like that's what seriously. That's what you did. Yeah, so it says like, like they like. Like yeah, they they know what they're doing. They know when they're being silly. Ah, my my ridiculously realistic mask machine where I just put a you know silicone in this and make a perfect replica of someone's face. Ah, it's burnt out. It would take me a week to fix this. So it's like I don't know if they showed in previous movies how no, they made they this. Didn't. It's like it's like oh, you just have a machine that just does it. Also, it's like you're dealing with an AI thing. Even the the, the CIA. Like, yeah. I thought that was actually kind of interesting how the CIA is kind of like okay, we have like the old ass 1950s non you know we went analog where we're using microfiche and old weather satellites and whatnot. So we had to go off the grid. Yeah. Off the grid. So it's like, yeah, they were kind, they, yeah, they were kind of on the ball. Like, okay, this thing is gonna fuck with our shit. But then it's kind of like, okay, this, the IMF people who are supposed to be even more on their shit yeah. are still relying on their their digital technology. Like, Bing Rames is trying to hack into stuff, and he's just like, ah, it's it's fucking me over before I can even get into it. And it's like, yeah, 
that's what it does. Like when their glasses are, aren't quite working well in the airport and it's like, oh, he disappeared and he's he's disappearing in real time. It's like, yeah, you know what you're looking for. You know what the thing does. Yeah. You need to kind of compensate around it or something. There was, a, there, there was some... The set pieces are well constructed. This is a well directed movie. I liked it a lot. I just, I, just, it's just, it's like okay, we're gonna, we're gonna have, we're have, have a really great time. There always seems to be a thing where ooh, they're so smart and they so prepared, but they're also uh, improvising shit. He's like saying, "I'll just do it. I'll just figure out a way how to." Okay, thanks. This is freaking me. It's freaking me out. I don't know Which the, bit, babe? It's like, uh, I'll just improvise, I'll, I'll just get on the train somehow, and then eventually he has to fucking jump through the air after doing that. That that was a well-publicized jump. They put that out as, like, publicity. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I don't think I would ever fucking do that. You would that. never jump off a cliff on a motorcycle? Please don't. No. You don't have life insurance. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. I know, I know, I should, uh, yeah, if I'm going to do that, I should get life insurance, at the very least. I, my dad used to drive a fucking motorcycle, I've never done it for, you know, I did a, I, I drove like a motorized bike, but not like a fucking huge goddamn cycle. Anyway, it, I, I don't know, it, it was an okay movie, I enjoyed myself It was fine for what it was. It was fine for what it was. Is there anything else that really jumped out at you at any of these movies that you found stupid like fucking stupid or abhorrent or or anything else that kind of irked you i, I kind of i liked that the fight scenes were very non-gender specific yeah like they were fighting the women the same way they would fight a guy yeah and the women were fighting back the same way so yeah. that, that, that was, yeah equity and equality baby this is what this is what feminism is it's yeah right. like like heather langenkamp said in the horror documentary we just watched she's like i'm e- for equal opportunity ass kicking yeah and it was it was great they and it worked as far as that went yeah no hair pulling no slapping you know no james bond bullshit no that, this is real fucking that's the one thing you can always count on is great action sequences from these movies they're ridiculous they're stupid it, they're asinining as, as far as like connecting they don't they're not really connected to the story and they eat up quite a bit but they're 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 very engaging visually to look at and it's like to to do like seven eight minutes in a corridor and like a small little spot and just have to do that constantly over and over and over and over and over again how many times they would do it as a as a as a take that would i'm sure i'm sure that's insane. grueling that's yeah really so and all to make us happy so thank you tom cruise for making your you know, hollow characters entertain us. I'm sorry, they just, they just are. Oh yeah, but I was talking about his savior complex where she oh, yeah, says, you right. don't even know me, and he's like, it doesn't matter, your life is still more important than mine. I think that's like his whole deal. That's uh, Maybe because of how his girlfriend died or what have you, and that's why he gets so freaked out every time his, you know, super spy team mates die, because that's what happens when you're a fucking black ops spy. You run the risk of death. Yeah. That's kind of... That's a big part of your job. Yeah, and the lo- it's the hot it, it's the highest stakes with people you barely <laughs> yeah when you barely <laughs> know the audience barely knows or cares about. It's like I, I mean I guess theoretically you could say they trauma bonded, but yeah that's a stretch. That's I don't remember that. 
But that's his whole thing is I have to save people. Yeah, I have to. Like you say, he's a superhero. Yeah. And, uh, he's, yeah, he's his own superhero. He doesn't need to be the new version of Iron Man, which is what. We have one. Yeah, we had one and he retired and he didn't want to do it anymore after 2019, which is probably a good idea. Well, I can certainly see Robert Downey Jr. wanting to focus on different kinds of roles because he's an extremely versatile versatile actor. And we're looking forward to seeing him in Oppenheimer and talking about, but I don't, uh, but, and, but that was a big hubbub that, you know, supposedly in the next iteration of like there's a new fucking Iron Man, like there's a new goddamn Spider-Man every goddamn two years. There is new... The, the well, that happens might... in the comics as well, you know. Robin becomes Nightwing, you know. Things change. Yeah, and thank you. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't really sure whatever happened to Robin. Oh, uh, I... No, we know he went... No, I knew what, what happened to him. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't... I can't imagine... He is already... Yeah, he's already his own superhero. He flies jets... He go. He's a Mission Impossible man, and he's going to go up in goddamn space and get like shoot aliens that look like uh, that are against Xenu, probably. You know, I mean, I don't think he would shoot Xenu, Xenu uh, yeah, aliens because that would be abhorrent and not something he would. He has in any contract. And it's like if we're going to do another alien movie, Steven Spielberg, we're not fighting Xenu. We're fighting another alien that I've heard about. I wonder if he puts that together at all or just doesn't think about it, it that way. It's a, thing, it's a thing with most uh, people who follow religion. It's like I grew up, uh, I, I was exposed to it by a sexy lady at a very young age, exposed to new ideas. By Wait, a you think that's lady. how most people get religion, babe? <laughs> that's how most handsome guys get religion. They get introduced to it at a very young age by a gorgeous woman, and they're told, uh, and, and here's the thing: once you put in like millions of dollars and you're second in command, you know, you know, you know it's bullshit or not, and you're just here, possibly here for the money. I don't know, but uh, no, whatever it is, sweetheart, it just do not uh, just release the people underneath the bases, uh, underneath gold base. Anyway, um, is that where Shelley is? That's probably where Shelley. Uh, and they found out that picture of like, oh, Shelly's alive. That was a double. Uh, really? <laughs> God damn it, David Miscavige. Yeah, exactly. So um, that that would be the yeah. Anyway, but uh, anyway, we yeah, we're all over the place. This is because I wanted it to be all over the place because these movies are fucking great and hollow and bullshit and stupid. That's why these movies need to be. This is, you know, if you've never seen a Mission Impossible movie, and I'm sure you have, but uh, if you've never seen one, then you're going to be like, oh, okay, okay, that they're, they're fine. They're stuff to, they're like popcorn bullshit. You don't, yeah. you shouldn't be, as much as I would like the characters to be well-rounded and well-written and like, you know, I would like to see Stephen King write a Mission Impossible movie for, you know. What? For What would that even be? Yeah, I don't know. It'd probably just be a. Directed by David Lynch? Yeah, but that's mostly just my own personal... I don't know how... That's your wet dream movie? Yeah, I don't... But here's the thing. David Lynch directing Tom Cruise is like, right, I want you... Right, I want you to... I want you to feel like the wind, Tom. Feel like the wind. You're now the wind, Tom. Which, actually, because of his Scientology, he probably would understand a little bit better. 
Feel like the wind, Tom. You're now the wind. You're like the wind. I need a wispy wind in your face right now. And now sadness. And now pain and pain and pain. And you look at her and then you try and touch her boobies, but you don't. All right? She says no to you. Now look like the wind again. That's a great David Lynch, babe. Thank you. Um... But that, no, I, he just needs a director that's going to challenge him. And I wanted to talk about this on other episodes, too. But with when people get to be such big stars that they forget they just want to do their version of who they are on screen in, in different ways. They rarely subvert it into their old age. They become stuck in thinking that they're great and wanting to always be on top and not really be challenged because once you're challenged there's a there is a possibility of failure and that's why the rock you know you look at all these fucking huge acting stars they're not uh marvel or you know dc based or dc connected and they just do stuff that is based on their own it's like i don't care what the story is as long as i look like a fucking man god damn it you know, or as long as I look like a goddamn hero and I get to win, that's what matters. And they don't, like, actually do anything that challenges them or that is truly interesting. The last truly interesting thing Dwayne Johnson did was in 2006, 7. And what was that? Southland Tales. Oh, yeah. Which is he actually uh, played a deluded, was, stupid version of himself, That was a bizarre too. film. And he... Well, he's done some voice acting and stuff. He'll do some, he'll do some Disney. Yes, he will, I think, be, he will be a chipmunk next I, to Kevin Hart. I think he just likes to have fun. He just likes to have fun. But on big action movies, he's not, he's not getting decent enough writers that will challenge the whole uh, it, that will have actual consequences and heighten the stakes. Well, I think that's not what characters. those particular audiences want. Yes, I know. And it's not what it's not what it's probably what audience don't uh, probably not what audience what a, a, actual audiences want from Mission Impossible movies is this type of shit. We 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 were in the uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater, the TCL. We were in that fucking big thing and we heard heard hooting and hollering and clapping and laughing and other dumb bullshit yeah, that people didn't got need exactly to happen. What they they were like, and this just reinforces my uh, my uh, my o- my overall ideology that most people are stupid. Oh. Yay! Oh my gosh, he ran fast. He made a joke about him, the I am. You know, when I say this kind of thing, you yeah. get pissed off yeah, at me. Yeah, I know, a bad man. And also, it's a, it's a summer movie. This it's is a, what summer movies exactly. are. This is what people want when they're off of school. Yeah, I know. Like, it's I know, fine. It's, just, it's fine. It's just, I don't know if people realize they're like, they're, uh, they're dense happiness. Like I mean, we watch plenty of stupid shit just yeah, to watch stupid shit. Yeah, you're right. I just, it, it's just, it was just nice to see, like, oh, wow, I, I'm also not alone. Other people really like this, this hollow fun stuff as well. But it, Well, that's just, the whole movie theater thing. It's a sense of community. Yeah, that's why you're watching with I other know. people. Of course. Yeah. 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 And that's why yeah. you listen to dumbasses like us just talk about movies. It's yeah. a sense of community yeah. and enjoying the same things. Thank you. Miranda. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Uh, yeah, I, very short. Very um, short. Which is mo- the which is what most more TED talks should be. Like, 
Yeah, some of them are only 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, that's what I would prefer. Um, we've been, we've been every, we've been everywhere. This is insane. We've been everywhere, man. man. Or lady, or fluid. Anyway, the uh, the other ma- the other um, major. I I really I really want. Uh, what do I hope for the next? Uh, what do I hope for the next one? Honestly, his death, and I want him to come back as like a ghost. I think that would be cool. It's like haunting, like as a whole old haunting. Like some ghost. young guy kind of takes over his role, and he sees visions of the real Ethan Hunt and whatnot, like that kind of thing. Yeah, either that or he. Um, you know, or or he gets turned into elixir, and it's actually dr- drank by a a, a young uh, thief, and then it, who who then has to turn his life around and and become an IMF agent, and since he drank liquid Tom Cruise, he now has Tom Cruise saying, "Hey, hey, be an IMF guy, save everybody." I don't want to drink liquid Tom Cruise. Yeah, well, no, here's here's the idea. Here's the idea for Mission Impossible 8. It's part, se- it's part 7, part 2. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that part, 7, part, uh, part 7, part 2 is next year. Yeah. Oh, you're talking so about I'm after talking that. So I'm talking 8. This is oh, what okay. So my, he my dies mistake. in Dead Reckoning Part 2, hopefully, fingers crossed. So, or we do an alternate version or an alternate world where, you know, anyway. So he gets turned into a liquid somehow. Like, Tom Cruise just... It's turned into gender fluid or some bullshit. Oh, Lord, Michael. Stop it. No, no, of course. No, he gets turned into a liquid, and then he uh, and then he gets drank somehow by a thief in Azerbaijan, you know. And and the thief is like, oh, what's up? oh my gosh, all of a sudden I can run faster. All of a sudden I can seduce brunettes. All of a sudden I can I can jump off a cliff and not die. And then and then one night he hears Tom Cruise's voice and he's and the Tom Cruise's voice is saying I am F. I am F. You need to join IMF. IMF. Where's the station? You know, that type of shit. And to, you know, oh and th- and that's how you that's how you start a new franchise with a new character. Just have Tom Cruise do voice acting for the next fifteen years under the Mission Impossible banner, because your your body's deteriorating, and you're going to go into space soon, and you still need to pay. You still need to pay. I'm sure. Plenty of taxes. I was gonna say. I was gonna say uh, d- uh, divorce money, uh, alimony, but uh, divorce money. Also known as alimony, or as you know, wannabe uh, dick dickhead dickhead comedians in the late eighties used to say all of the money um, instead of alimony. Mm. It was a really awful joke. I'm not happy about it, but someone at the comedy store probably approved. Uh, that uh, yeah, that's what that they need to re. If you're everything's rebooting the bullshit, you need a young hot horseshit guy. And so this is how you do it. This is how you start Mission Impossible 8 and still give Tom his paycheck. And his, uh, by, like, yeah, by being, you know, the vo- a voiceover, a voice in the young guy's head. And then that could, then... I- oh, like the new Scream movies. Yeah, like in the Scream movies. 
exactly, but you know, he has to he has to drink one with Tom Cruise. The real problem is how you do know we you're turn referencing Tom jizz, Cruise right? Like, what? You know you're referencing jizz, right? No, I'm not referencing jizz. Ew, disgusting. You're disgusting. I don't even think about that stuff. Disgusting. Here's the thing. <laughs> well, you're not gonna hold, hold another dude's dick in your urinal. <laughs> I do not do that anymore. I'm married. Uh, the thing. <laughs> Uh, we've gone off the rails. I don't care. This is a great episode. I had such a great time. Uh, the dick. Uh, <laughs> the dick of it all. What we do with Tom Cruise's dick is that. I know what you, know, you want to no, do with Tom Cruise's shot, dick. No, I stopped that. He's, he's, he's disappointed. This was the final straw. He's disappointed way, me way too much. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to go, he's disappointed in you. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Ew. Uh, another ew thing. But no, what, how do you... Uh, go with my premise. How do we turn in, him into a... How do we turn him into a liquid? How do we liquefy him? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think you're just thinking because we, we watched Hellraiser Part 2 recently. Oh, yeah. There was a whole bunch of liquid in there. And, yeah, and she came back to life from the blood in the mattress. Yeah. Julia. That's, that's, that's how most women... I mean, are you trying to get Tom Cruise in the blender? No, I no, I don't want to get Tom Cruise in the Just blender. Just his essence? Because that goes him. back to jizz. Hey, no, 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 no. Hail Xenu is my final, final, no. Uh, no, what I want, I want it to turn science fiction. It already has gone AI, and that's going to hopefully die out in the second one somehow, or in this part two. But I, I where else for Tom Cruise to go inside, in, instead of in, being drunk by a man? Yeah, I get what you're talking about when it comes to jizz now. God damn it. Well, it's now probably just going to be more of the same, babe, because I think that's I how this franchise works. Boo. Boo. No. I just, I just, I want, I want a different spin on something that's a bit tiring. And he's, he's going to either die in space or die in the Swedish Alps or dumb, die Wait, in Wait, the Swedish Alps? Yeah. Don't the Alps have sweet, no, don't have, don't Swedish Swiss, people. babe. The Swedish Alps. Swiss, Swiss Alps. The Swiss Swiss Alps. So there's no Swedish Alps. No. No. Mm-mm. Or the Norway Alps. I don't. I'm not. Sh- I'm not really familiar with the mountain ranges of Scandinavia. Okay. I'm curious to what Tom Cruise has on his fucking uh, his pre-production right now. What is happening? Upcoming. Uh. Yeah. Up. Untitled Tom Cruise SpaceX project. I. Hmm. I don't, uh, I don't... Untitled Space Project? Okay. SpaceX Project. Oh, wow. Because it's, uh, I think it's connected to... Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's from his idea. It's an untitled space project from the mind of Tom Cruise. Wow. Uh, I, again, if we're going into space... If he's going to go into space and die in space... Let's see if there's anything on IMDb Pro about that. Yeah, please, please let find out. It's in pre-production now. Of course, everything stopped because of, of the strikes. Yeah. But it's, I'd really like to see if it's anything interesting, what the story is going to be. Like, a, only one man can conquer space. It is... Uh, whatever your fucking name is in the SpaceX project. Fucking jeez Louise. I want... I want something that... I I want him to go horror. He also wants to do a... He wants to do a... Uh, 
uh, his character of um, his character from Tropic Thunder. He also wants to do an entire movie just on that. Just oh, okay. That. So he actually has free Vice projects in dev right now. Something yeah. called Adventurers Club, where he's the producer. Development unknown, and something called Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat, which is the uh, is a which is named Cage. Yes, that two. makes sense. Uh, the, they're still working on the script. That was probably paused. We don't know if it's they um, can't they can't work on any writing right now. Oh, the writer the writers are still on strike. Yeah, everything's so still on strike. So was it was it our yeah? So is it the WGA uh, and the SAG, SAG and both, no and the DGA can, as well? No DGA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they so did. They can still work and I I, I, I thought I thought they yeah they were like, they were done whatever. yeah they uh, they're still you can still do post-production work and still do kind of work but not really since everything is more or less shut down it's just like I think they can work independently what else does does it say anything on that SpaceX project or no let's see something called Luna Park as producer yeah that's oh this is his about. producer stuff yeah untitled Les Grossman project yeah that's the that's the character from Tropic Thunder so, so. yeah untitled Tom Cruise Slash SpaceX project actor producer and writer is in pre prod. But let's more. let's see what let's see if they have any info on it. Because I I would you know I don't want them to die. Okay, Tom Cruise there. and director Doug Liman travel far beyond Earth to film the first ever Hollywood motion picture in outer space. Okay. Yay. So. Tom Cruise versus so asteroids. The, so the writers, yeah, Tom Cruise. It was yeah, um, he. In parentheses, idea. Doug Lyman, who's also yeah. directing, and Christopher McQuarrie yeah, is writing as well. That's his, that's his guy now for a lot since 2011, or no, since 2009 actually. Since he did that, remember that movie with um, that where it was like not uh, where it was like ex Nazis trying to go after Hitler in uh, 2009. Oh, Elon is also producing it. Yeah, that's what I said. He's um, also producing. Elon's also on it. It's and like, the Lesnevskys. Yeah, it's a SpaceX project. Yeah. Um, do you have any more info on this? Contacts. Valkyrie, 2008 came out. We'll CAA, of course. But nothing's, you know, it, it just, I, you have to really surprise me with, I mean, what else are we going to, are we going to just, if he's not fighting aliens, he should be, goddammit, this is space, but if he's just floating saying, oh, I hope I don't get hurt on that rock that's hurling towards me. They made those movies already. Yeah. Armageddon and Deep Impact, which I wouldn't mind rewatching Deep Impact. I've heard that that's quite that's better than Armageddon. But, you know. I'm okay, so it was pitched in 2020. So, uh planned to be shot in the ISS with help from NASA and SpaceX. Reunites Tom Cruise and Doug Liman following Edge of Tomorrow and American Made. Universal Pictures has announced Tom Cruise will do a spacewalk during the production for the film. A spacewalk! Wow, he'll be walking on space, just like you can walk on sunshine or walk on the moon like Michael Jackson once did. Actually, Michael Jackson didn't even walk on the moon. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's not what the moonwalk was, baby. What a fucking loser. What the hell? (laughs) Michael Jackson didn't walk on the moon. Boo. Well, that's all. That's Appreciate all it says. It. Well, any, any, uh, I, we're about wrapping up here. Yeah, we're done. Because, because We've I had been a good done. Time. It was no, it was fun. I'm excited. I had such a good time talking to you about this. This is actually one of our shorter episodes. Yeah. Uh, if, if, but uh, any, any major talk about any 
things you want to say? I I think we've say? I think we've gone over everything we needed to go over. It, over uh, overall, what would you, uh, in the next ten years? What would you? What is your dream Tom Cruise project? Oh Lord, I don't have one. Um, just pick something where that you'd like to see Tom Cruise do. I like your idea of a horror movie, but he has to be the killer. Yeah. That's the only way that fucking works. Yeah. Exactly. Or you can combine it. Les Grossman in a De Palma-led, um, you know, serial killer, you know, Harvey Weinstein, you know. Probably. Oh, that's, that. Well, I, I don't know, that might be a bit much. De Palma already has a script called Super Predator that he is doing on the story of, or that is similar enough for doing a bat or like a, a, a different version of a, or a different idea of the Harvey Weinstein thing Ugh. that he wrote. So yeah, that's the that's the movie I want. That yeah, I think a horror movie like just like and we're like you're not brunette. <laughs> the knife. Or maybe a nice period piece. Yeah, exactly. Him bleeding all over the place. Michael. <laughs> Damn it. Enough with the bodily fluids, Michael. <laughs> Oh yeah, Tom Cruise definitely has a penis. He doesn't have a vagina. He wouldn't be bleeding from that. I mean, he could bleed from. Nobody that. wants to hear on. about this. No, he, he he could bleed from his. Anyway, this oh, has been. Lord. <laughs> this has been top notch nonsense. It sure has. I, I, I'm Michael. And I am Miranda. Bye.